you there? Well, we've been listening to the familiar story, haven't we? The Christmas story this evening. And I think it's amazing that uh, despite 2,000 years time difference, that we have nothing much has really changed. Life then, as now, was full of upheaval and full of challenge, of, of rulers who were full of their own importance and of people trying to manage the ups and downs of everyday life. The ruler at the time was Caesar Augustus, and as a governor, he wanted to celebrate and he wanted to mark his power by taking a census of the whole Roman world. Well, 2021, just last year, was our last census here in the UK. You probably don't even remember it, because actually it was hassle-free, wasn't it? Unless you don't like doing things online, but you just had to fill in a form online, and that was it. But for the people in Jesus' time, it meant often travelling many days to get back to their place of birth in order to register for the census. And so we followed, haven't we, the story this evening of a young couple. And we see that in the middle of their ordinary lives, upheaval comes. And extra demands on their time and their energy are made as they travel their way to Bethlehem. And we also discover in the story, as we've been listening, that there are people who miss out on the most incredible opportunity that they were given to welcome the Son of God because they're too caught up in the upheaval and the busyness of life. And sadly, that's true of many people still today. And of course, Christmas, I don't know how we do it, but it adds its own layer of busyness, doesn't it, to our our already busy lives. (laughs) The time spent buying and wrapping presents and organising visiting friends and family, choosing and decorating a Christmas tree. In In the middle of our ordinary busy lives, somehow we add on this other layer of activity, don't we? And in all of this, we can miss out the most important part of the Christmas story, just as the innkeeper did in that very first Christmas narrative that we've heard. Is there room for Jesus? But it's not just Christmas, is it, where we find those extra challenges and the extra busyness in life. Even as we look back over this past year, we're actually aware that it's held many challenges, hasn't it? We emerged, didn't we, out of the devastating years that we faced of a pandemic right into Russia's invasion of Ukraine bringing shock and pain to the whole world. Such a shocking and difficult time. So many people having to leave their homes and families, not knowing what the future held. And today we're reminded, even here, facing Christmas, separated from their loved ones, fearful of what the future is going to bring. Is it possible that Jesus is looking to find a home in that situation? Upheaval and change came for us as a country, didn't it, when we grieved the loss of our Queen this year. Many made time in their busyness to pay respects to the Queen, queuing for hours at a time. And now we as a country are embracing a new monarch after 70 years, and the change that that's going to bring, the upheaval perhaps. Also one or two Prime Ministers in the mix too, eh? (laughs) Is there room for Jesus in the change that our country faces at this time? And then the cost of living crisis has been a very real pressure for so many people. It still is at this moment. That situation has brought upheaval and extra demands on so many that have had to adjust their hopes and their dreams of the future. I wonder, is there a place 
Is there a home for Jesus in this crisis? And then there's disappointment, illness, personal grief and loss. There are unwelcome ways that un, un, um, upheaval comes uninvited into our ordinary lives and causes painful anxiety. Perhaps it's, uh, this is the most challenging time when we face some of these things that we ask the question, is there room for Jesus? Are we willing to make room for Jesus? And yet what we discover in the Christmas story is that God steps into the middle, not only of our ordinary lives, but also into those times of upheaval and chaos, into our weary world that we've been hearing about and causes it to rejoice. But are we willing to make room for him? Or are we like that innkeeper in Bethlehem that night? You know, Jesus, we, we know the story. He came as a tiny baby, carried in his mother's womb. But there was no room for him at the inn. And it must have been so obvious, mustn't it, that Mary was so close to giving birth. She must have been enormous. Surely the innkeeper could have found some space for her that night. I wonder why. I wonder why that family wasn't a priority for the innkeeper that evening. Was he too busy? Was he indifferent? Didn't he realise who the baby was that Mary was carrying? While the governor counted how many people he ruled over, it seems ironic to me that Jesus, the King of Kings, the one who created and sustains the whole universe, the one who's given up the glory of heaven to come and dwell among his people, the one who is being born in human likeness, longing to restore the pathway of life to all who will receive him, is shunned, ignored, and not allowed in. The one who offers a welcome to all is himself not made welcome, but rather left out. No room for him. We heard the account of Luke. Luke records that there was no room at the inn. But John in his gospel puts it like this in the message version. He was in the world, that's Jesus. The world was there through him, and yet the world didn't notice him. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he, cla who he claimed and, who would, and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. Jesus came. He wasn't even noticed. God's gift wasn't wanted. I wonder if in the middle of the busyness or upheaval of life that you're in right now, whether you've got room for Jesus this Christmas. Are you prepared to make room for him? I wonder what's preventing you from welcoming Jesus into your life. Is it because your life's too full already? Too overwhelmed? Is it too much effort to think of the changes that he might make if you invited him in, if you welcomed him? You know, I can't help wondering what the innkeeper thought when the news spread of Jesus' birth. What he'd missed out on. The opportunity that he'd had that he'd let slip through his fingers. Because he was more consumed with the upheaval, with the demands of life, with the busyness of the season, that he was willing to make room for the saviour of the world. 
You know, I can't help wondering if he bitterly regretted that decision that night when the news spread that the Messiah had been born. The invitation on offer to you and to me this Christmas is the same invitation that the innkeeper had that night. Will you make room for Jesus, saviour of the world, the son of God, the one who can make sense of your life, the one who offers purpose and meaning to life? Will you make room for the one who can set you free from the burden of sin, the burden of guilt and shame, the one who came to be our comfort and our peace in the uncertainty and the upheaval of life? Or will you be like the innkeeper and come to bitterly regret shutting the door on him? Here's why the song talks of a weary world rejoicing. It's those words in John again. But whoever did want him, whoever did want Jesus, who believed that he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. What an offer this evening. You know, making room for Jesus brings joy into the weariness. It brings light into darkness. It brings love where there's disconnection. Jesus takes our burdens and those things that hinder us and enables us to live in a full relationship with the one who loves us, with God himself. And he offers us a relationship and he offers us purpose in the busyness and in the upheaval of our ordinary lives. I wonder, will you make room for Jesus this Christmas?